Elliot. Hello. The last thing you remember was what? Exploding that ring? Yeah. As you ascended, sort of your soul plucked from the rubble of the diner and everything, the destruction that you caused, you get sort of brought right into this waiting room. Um, It's kind of like just a normal office. Uh, There's like kind of a flickering fluorescent light. Um, There is just like kind of one of those glass doors, like an old-timey like detective. Like it just says the name, um, and you can see... Uh, it says Karen on there. Um, uh, C-H-A-R-O-N. Um, there's another door in front of you that's closed right now. You can hear some, like, clicking and clacking. Some skeletons in yeah, there. Yeah, some skeletons are in there. <laughs> you sort of are just in this, like, plain room. There's, like, a coffee maker. Um, it kind of looks like your office from back in the FCC. Do they have decaf? Yeah, they have decaf. Oh, Elliot pours himself a cup. Um, there's a TV on the um, on the wall as well. It's playing like the local news. Um, and as you start to, it, it's it's muted right now, but um, you can see it's going over like all of these terrible, terrible images, um, chaotic, swirling black clouds are. Um, entrenching and covering these locations all around the world. Um, And within them, um, it seems that there's, like, you know, mass death and destruction, Um, one being actually the town that you recognize uh, that you were in, Pennsylvania. You recognize that town. It it seems that um, this place had been occupied by one of these clouds um, and is now no longer. It seems to have been freed. Um... Uh, as sort of like reporters are going into this town that's been almost reduced to rubble and the the buildings have been destroyed, but people couldn't get in or out for weeks at that point. So you kind of see that uh, that reflection of something that you just experienced um, on this TV. Uh, um, And as that happens, the door opens up um, and a tall, gangly man steps out and says, "Um, uh, Elliot, uh, are you... Are you ready? Are you okay? Uh, ready? Yeah. Um, yeah, we have a meeting. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Is it, did you, is it in my calendar? Did you send on? You know, I may have forgotten. Wait, why, who are you? What the? Oh, I, I'm so this, sorry. Uh, this is, wait, what is going on? Okay. Uh, usually, did you get brought here from, oh, I'm sorry. You're my three o'clock, aren't you? Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, so you don't know anything. I'm so sorry. Usually when people come in here, they know the deal. It's fine. They get through a little process. Um, but things have been so messed up lately that things are just kind of out of hand. Um, my name's Karen. Uh, uh, C-H-A-R-O-N. I'm a nice guy, so, you know, I'm not... I mean, if you have to say it... No, I know. I'm just I'm just trying to say I'm not a Karen sort of thing. You know what I mean? I know the kids are saying that, so um, I just want to make that clear. Um... Listen, you are... I'm going to make this short and sweet. You are in my office. Um, you have died. Uh, usually, we just I just transport you, and I give you some of the, the paperwork to fill out, and then you go to uh, heaven um, or hell. Um, I, I deal with the hell side mostly, um, but I can send them to my constituents um, uh, on the heaven side. Um, but since you were in hell, you, you've come to me because um, you've died, but you were in hell, so it's kind of like a weird like backwards thing. Usually, you would have died outside of hell, and then you would go in. 
So I'm just here to sort of iron out the paperwork. Um, and if you want to step into my office, that'd be great. I'm sorry. I'm still just... I have to fill out paperwork to get into heaven? Uh, yeah, you have to fill out paperwork to get into heaven or hell, actually. What if... Well, I mean, what are you going to do if I don't fill it out? Um... Well, I'm just going to fill it out for you. I mean, I'm going to fill out the paperwork. Yeah. I mean, I'm, obvi- I mean, I'm obviously going to fill out the paperwork. I mean, just... you can like you can sit in limbo literally and just like not do anything. Although I heard that that was kind of a it's kind of a mess right now. You don't have to fill out the paperwork, but um, it is right. Why don't you just step into my office? We'll we'll talk about this. You're you're safe here. I mean, you're dead, but you're safe. I think Elliot's been kind of while he's been talking, looking at the TV and the footage of the town in Pennsylvania. Like, has he seen the? Like the site of the diner and all of that, because I think that if he died immediately, he wouldn't necessarily know what happened. Yeah, Elliot sees what happens down there. Did I? Like I, I, I mean, I know that was all real, but did those people die that in the diner? Um, Karen has like a a sad um, look on his face. Um, and he says, like, listen, Elliot, what you're part of is bigger than you. It's, please, just step into my office. I can explain. It's not, it's, it's okay. Things happen, and it's okay. You did what you had to do, and I, I know, I saw. You did what you thought was best. Elliot's going to walk in. Thank you. And he closes the door. And he sits down and um, uh, he offers you some refreshments. And he says, can I get you anything? Can I get you tea, coffee? Uh, some water would be nice. Sure. And he goes over and fills up some, some water for you. So, listen. Um, I'll, I'll clue you in on, on a little something. We, here in hell, uh, are a little bit in a tizzy. Um, there are things going on that I, I can't really explain to you. It's classified. Um, but, but what you experienced with that town in Pennsylvania, that's not normal. Um, you, you shouldn't be able to access hell in the first place that the way that you did. Um, and, and the way that you sort of interacted with that level is, is not normal. Um, so I just want to say that we apologize on the, on the behalf of hell and the staff here that um, that's not the way that you should experience our, our sort of organization. Are you going to ask me to sign an NDA or something? Or? No, uh, not yet. I'm not going to ask you to sign an NDA. Not yet. Um, right, right now we're just kind of talking because you do, you know, you, you are a patron essentially of this um, location and I want you to feel welcome here. Uh, the, the real reason that I brought you here is that, um, Elliot, you have an offer from heaven You don't really know this. Um, It is kind of in the public eye a little bit, the conception that there's an eternal war between heaven and hell. Um, And and that's true, generally speaking. Um, Heaven is always trying to get one up, and hell is always trying to get one up. This is the first time that heaven has had an advantage, and they want to um, talk to you about your potential role. They saw the work that you did um, in the first level of hell, and and they liked what they saw. Um, they thought you were a brave hero who sacrificed himself um, and did what he could to bring down that um, first level. And uh, frankly, um, 
you know, I'm just sort of the messenger. They like uh, uh, what you can bring to the table. So they are offering um, in exchange for um, essentially redeeming yourself for unfortunately killing um, those people uh, in the diner that you become an agent of heaven and redeem yourself um, through similarly collapsing and destroying the other levels of hell uh, much like you did with the first I'm sorry so is this am I am I being headhunted it's like a talent scout yeah this is kind of like a talent thing so like we're we're taking you know like usually we don't get to heaven doesn't get to interfere with the machinations of hell but because um, the the I mean, whatever. So, I mean, I'll let you in a little secret. The planes of hell have somehow ascended to the mortal realm. Um, And so we are kind of in this thing where uh, uh, things are happening in between the space between heaven and hell. And heaven has a lot more sway now. Um, So they can actually sort of commute your sentence for a little while, um, your sentence being that you're dead, um, until uh, you um, sort of make your way through the nine levels um, and eventually, obviously, sort of take down the structure within. And then you would be brought up to heaven as a hero who has sort of saved the world from eternal damnation. I mean, hell's a terrible place. I should know. I work here. Yeah, no, you know, doesn't seem great. But, um, so, so I do all this. I'm, I'm still dead, huh? That, I'm back in heaven, but can't, don't suppose I can go back anyway, huh? I can't guarantee anything. You will be back in, in you will be back in your body, your physical body, um, for as long as you make your way through hell. Um, frankly, I don't know. You know, you may come back to life. You may experience some kind of rebirth as a new thing. Um, I, I can't promise you anything. I, I can't make any promises on my end. Um, but I'm certain that you know, with a little bit more time and maybe some better leveraging, you can talk to, um, you know, my sort of counterpart in heaven and uh, and potentially get some things figured out. Look, I, um... You know, in spite of all, just, you know, the huge metaphysical bombshells you're dropping on me, I do appreciate the offer. I just... I don't know, I... I think you got the wrong guy. Honest, I do. I All those people died because of me, and I thought I was doing the right thing, but I don't know. I, well, here, take take a look at this. And he brings you out to the office again, and he turns on the, um, the sound on the TV. And uh, you have an interview with um, uh, the librarian um, that was in the town, uh, and she is um, standing with her daughter... Uh, and she's sobbing as she talks about um, the brave heroes that came in and saved them and then somehow disappeared. Um, and she wishes she could thank them right now. As much as people died, they were stuck there and they couldn't find ways out. Um, and she just wanted to express her thanks. And Karen looks at you and says, listen, you don't have to accept this, but if you want to redeem yourself, if you want to not even be a hero, but be someone who is a whole person again, I would recommend you take this. If you don't, that's okay. But I don't know what will happen to you. 
Cassio and Edgar, are they are they still alive? Cassio and Edgar are still alive. And you would be put right back with them. They are bonded to you in a way that um, prevents you from really just being on your own anymore. Hmm. Well, I do feel like I got to see this through, so where do you need me to sign? And Karen pushes the clipboard over to you, um, and he says, you can just sign right here. Uh, I don't know what else to say, Elliot. Um, I wish you the best, and I, I think that you're doing the right thing. Um, and he lets you, uh, you sign the document, um, and you sort of, uh, start to dematerialize again, um, and as you're sort of going out, you see that the perspective on the, uh, uh, TV changes, and it's over the Mediterranean, um, and a ship, uh, has made it through a storm, um, uh, there obviously are some casualties, but, uh, the ship somehow survived a freak accident um, on the Mediterranean uh, that would have uh, caused it to capsize um, as you sort of fade away into blackness and you wake up in your body again um, somewhere that you don't recognize. <laughs>